she's not for everybody. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's for me but this, and one other person, her other See, sibling. I can Rory, see, Rory's different. I can't, I could never say it. I can't say it. And I will never say it. You tweet about it? No, I wouldn't I wouldn't even do that. But I would like go home. I would go home and be on my Morris Chestnut Boys in the Hood swinging at the air shit. Like I'll do that. But I'm never gonna say, yo, nah, yo, I like her. Like, even though she's for the street. I can nah. What, I can't say because I'm. I would you. throw up if I try to say that. <laughs> let's say, let's say like a. No worry, ma. Yes. Yeah. You feel centered? I'm still listening, man. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do that. For those in the audio experience, we just sat here quietly as Maul put his thumb and index finger together as if he was meditating. Mm-hmm. Are those your pressure points? Yes. This is how you center yourself. Just relax for a second. Breathe. Let all thoughts go. Let all stresses go. Uh-huh. Just be more present. Mm. Yeah. Be more present. Be more present. Got you. Yes. You went to therapy today too? God damn. No, I just smoked some really good weed on the way in. Um, <laughs> feel great. I thought you'd be more excited. Today is your, it's your day. It's Pink Friday. Well, you're a bar, but well, where are not, we celebrating? Are it's you not, flying to LA to go to her house? Like what? Well, tomorrow's Pink Friday. Today, today is no. Well, yes, tomorrow's Pink Friday. Today is uh, what is today? Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> so it's like Blueberry Wednesday. All right. When this comes out, it'll be Pink Friday. <laughs> yes. So you're saying it's it's almost like the Good Friday Easter. Yes. What is it? Ash. It's Ash Wednesday. That's okay. why you're in all more black. or less, right? Yeah. It you're is dressed like a lump of coal. They, uh, yeah. This was we're having the Last Supper, or we're planning the Last Supper, more or less. Mm-hmm. Trying to see who's on the guest list on Wednesday for Ash Wednesday, and then you know Pink Friday, and then crucified. Um, I'm looking forward to this album. Are you? I'm looking forward to this Nicki album. It's been a, it's been a while. We've been at, been waiting for this to drop. It was pushed back a couple times, I believe. Um, but it's it's here. It's Pink Friday. It's here. The album is dropping. I haven't heard anything. These are times like this when I wish I, I think about Hovain a lot. Okay. Like, this is the times where Hovain would have sent like the album. Like oh yeah, we would have had it last month. <laughs> yeah, like Hovain would have sent there. the album. Uh, so uh, I thought about him uh, last night. Um, rest in peace, Hovain. We miss you. I figured you would have the leak though, or at least she ran a few records by you to get some approval, right? A and R. You would, you would think A&R so. Credit. You would think so, right? No, I haven't heard anything, but I like it that way. I like the, when I don't hear any music when an artist just drops something and I have no idea what it sounds like, have no idea what's going on, don't know what to expect. So I'm really looking forward to this Nicki album. Um, it's been a while, so we won't stay on Nicki too too long. But I'm really only excited for the album because she brought back like longer rollouts. Mm-hmm. Which makes me think she really took her time and was very intentional with everything she did. Because she announced the one date that did get pushed to December 8th, like what, five, six months ago? Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool. Yeah. Especially an artist like that, because she does have the power to just kind of announce a date and drop. What's the rollout been? Because earlier we said it's been quiet for this album. I don't. For the album or for the rollout? It's been a real, Both. it's been a proper. You haven't seen shit about it. It's been a proper rollout from Super Freaky Girl. Mm-hmm. You've gotten visuals, you've gotten second singles, you've gotten fake leaks, you've gotten announcements about the announcement. It feels like an old school rollout to me. Every but let's, work, let's work a single for four fucking months. Let's go get some awards and let's drop it fourth quarter around Christmas. But that's the old music business. I rollouts, mean, I, rollouts changed over the over the year though. Like this year, rollouts have been a lot different from m- most artists. Like the rollouts just don't seem to be 
the same push, the same effort behind it, aside from putting out a single, maybe a visual. Um, you know, I know people like to start little things on social media and shit like that, but I, I don't think that people really care about rollouts anymore. I think people are just like, yo, give me the album. We listen to it. If we like it, we like it. If we don't, we don't. Like, I don't think people really, like the rollout doesn't seem like it's a real thing for some artists anymore. Like you don't need to play the antics and the games as much as you used to before. Well, cause the post rollout was so important with getting a record or album to move based off a TikTok thing. Mm-hmm. It's hard to just do that. You're actually kind of wasting it if you use that as a rollout for the album. Whatever the product you're really trying to sell mm-hmm. should be the focus of TikTok and post promotion. But the only thing I thought was missing from Nikki's rollout was her doing freestyles. Mm. I think that would have been cool. She would have went, well, there's no leakers anymore, but on the radar freestyle or, or something along those lines, flex maybe just because she's from New York. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been cool for Nikki, not to say she's not going to remind everyone that she's a, a better rapper than most. I would have liked to see that in the rollout in a freestyle type way. Like you're a pop star, but you are a rapper. I mean, it could still happen. Maybe That's the true. day of. Uh, yeah, but... I mean, when we say it's quiet for this rollout, like, yes, it has had a very long lead up and there has been some, you know, like Super Freaky Girl and all of those things. But Super Freaky Girl came out, what, like over a year ago? August 12th, 2022. Yeah. So. Big fan. This, the album comes out Friday. Mm -hmm. There has been nothing this week or last week. So when we're talking about like roll up, we have like a 20 second attention span. Like, yes, you said the album was coming, but people are like, oh shit, isn't Nikki's album supposed to be coming? There's no reminder of that. Mm -hmm. There's no like, she's about to go on Andy Cohen and watch, watch what happens live. But like for the music fans, like what is it? Is there another single coming? Is like, what is going on to remind us that this album's coming? coming. Especially because you pushed it two times. Mm -hmm. Well, it could also be coming down to the wire, which is fine because plenty of artists have done that. Maybe her plan is really to just get this out by Friday and then we're going to get all the Nikki interviews, the freestyles, the everything that we would think for a lead up. The po- she'll the do fucking up, Kimmel. Yeah. She'll do Fallon. Like, I can see that happening and Nikki is right now just focused on getting the project out. And to our fan base that doesn't want to hear about Nikki like that, sorry, we like Nikki, except for Julian. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Anyway, it's fine. You're at Atlantic with Cardi. We 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 know. We know what's happening behind your that. team, Barty too, though. Well, and she gave Damaris a shout out. We're the, all come on. We're all Cardi fans. No, I've, I was born. I was. Don't get it twisted. Oh, I went per- through high school being a Nikki fan. Well, I don't. Yeah, think because she's been around like longer. Like, so yeah, people. but like a like I'm a Nikki fan to to the death of me. I am a Nikki fan as far as her music. Not a fan of some of her antics, but I'll never deny her music. I'm a Nikki fan, and I'm looking forward to this album. I, I pray to God that she doesn't disappoint us. Invasion of privacy or pink print. Don't do that. It's not even close. Don't do that. It's not even close. <laughs> well, she released Pink Print like nah, because you got to think times, about it. Right? It's not so even I'm close, trying to remember though. which. You could say it. No, Black Friday came out like ten times. Yeah, that's what you're. Talking. I mean, yeah, you not Black name, Friday. Pink Friday came out like. Take 10 times. all the that's Fridays of the calendar year. Invasion of Privacy is washing that. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> Fifty two yeah, like, of them. Okay, what one Cardi does? Invasion of Privacy is better. Yes, I will say that. Thank you. What is that? It's not like Nikki has one body of work. No, I'm just saying like, it for the sake, weird of, for the sake of me saying the one's better. Let's put their albums against each other. Cardi is a better album. That's it. That's all I have to say about it. Right, no, I, I don't listen to Nikki. I'm trying this thing where I don't argue with people about their music taste and their selections. Ah, so I'm just listening to you. New. Oh, maybe you are centered. Yeah, I'm okay. just listening to you. So it's a podcast. Also, if that's if that's if that, <laughs> no, we don't have to argue. We, well, we can go back and forth a little bit. Like, so, OK, you like Invasion of Privacy better. Good for you. But I feel like you do too. You don't I have don't. to say it, but like, I know. No, Invasion of Privacy was a good album. And sometimes you got to put them in a place. Because, I mean, believe it or not, 
ironically, when it comes to rap beef, women are the only ones that want to rap when it comes to that shit now. They'll go back and forth all day by rapping. And men need to follow suit. Would women go back and forth with rapping? Lotto, Nikki, Cardi. Koi. Koi. Yeah, like, they they come right back. Yeah, the women the do. They do shoot at each other. <laughs> yeah. And, well, that's, and, and in a healthy way, I feel like, like what the sport should be for. Men just stopped doing that shit and became the women. And women started rapping at each other. Well, I mean, I think that it's, um, it's probably safer that way. <laughs> It's probably safer for women to go back and forth throwing shots at each other on records because we see, we we see where it goes when 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 men do that. It gets a little crazy. It gets off a of record. Now it's not even my music no more. Now it's like you can't even go outside. You can't go to this event. It gets a little it gets a little crazy with the women. It seems to stay on wax. Maybe a little you know heel to the head at a gala here and there. Man, they might fuck your nigga, but yeah. And yeah. by the way, I think that's all respect, and that's that's great for the for the ecosystem of men. Just give us, you know. Because right now, male rappers are going back and forth on Instagram and then they actually shoot each other. Mm-hmm. Women keep it on wax and then they'll knuckle up. Mm. It's perfect. It's how it should be. Yeah. We need to follow the women when it comes to rap beef. I agree. It's, it's over for Let's take a page out of this Yeah. Um, I am looking for the remix to Red Ruby to Sleeves with Ruby Rose on it. Mm. I want the remix on the album with, with Rubes. Why maybe, sh- maybe just put it on our OnlyFans. That would be the exclusive mm-hmm. for the remix. Like instead of like you had to get the vinyl to get certain records, she should just do that with OnlyFans. The link tree. I would definitely want to get the Ruby Rose remixes on on her OnlyFans. Ruby's no, you. They're showing feet. Is she? Mm-hmm. That's what's what she started advertising her OnlyFans. She did like an ad with them, and it was her feet She's advertising her. Feet. Is, so she, she, is she getting naked OnlyFans? I don't think so. I think it's like feet and like sexy bikini. Wait, pictures. so the ad was her feet and then they pay and then it's just more feet. But if the ad was the feet, then they have the product. That's it. You got it. Yeah, but it's not the same. See, that's that's what there's more than one like different positions for the feet. And this is where, once again, women are following through with everything because we've been debating uh, $500,000 or lunch with Jay-Z and nothing's happened. Meanwhile, Ruby Rose, $90,000 for some feet. And you can see those transactions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, Maul, is it tricking if you got it? Yes. God. So in this case, Ruby Rose ran into one of her, her top OnlyFans user who, I guess, spent over $90,000 on her and just got her face tatted on his leg as well. But he's got the money like that. Is this tricking? Yes. yes. But is this no different than supporting a team? Yes, this is very different. How? He spent $90,000 on somebody's OnlyFans. People, okay, well, let's take it to Beyonce. People spend flights, hotels, could go spend tens of thousands of dollars for these tickets on the resale market. Show me somebody that, that spent $90,000 on, on You Beyonce. don't think there's people that spend $90,000 towards no. Beyonce okay. to no. go see her sit, sing on stage? No. The general definition of tricking would be paying for a woman's attention that would not give it to you unless you gave her money. How many people in the crowd is Beyonce giving attention to? buying a ticket to watch a Beyonce show doesn't fall under that. Does not know any of you? Yeah, but it's still a difference. You don't pay for her attention. She's providing a service. She's providing a service. Feet pics. Yeah, but and she, he's with her in the mall. No, but he wants her attention. He wants like, he's he's texting her. He's sending messages saying, just respond to me, please. I'll give you 10 Bitcoins right now if you just respond to me. Jeez. That's, he, that's an issue. That's a problem. He, would he be in the mall with her if he wasn't paying her? Okay, but we pay it's artists tricky. to go see them and we don't get to go to the mall with them. But I'm not paying them to go to the yeah. mall. I'm not paying to talk to them. I just want to see them. Perform. He's also not paying to go to the mall with her. He's just paying to see her feet. 
No, he's paying. He wants he followed her. At he wants he wants like just that's probably the more likely scenario. He wants he's paying ten bitcoins if she just responds to him. That's a problem. I'm just saying for argumentative sake, he has more access to his favorite OnlyFans model than a lot of people do that but are it's fans so, it's of so, music. It's, it's so much of a problem that she even has him saved as weird OnlyFans. <laughs> As weird, the, weird only fan fan. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a lot of that's, that's in her phone. As the resident devil, devil's advocate on this podcast, like, let it go. Like, it's not, it's not the same. Oh, okay. he's weird as shit. It's not all the right. same. Well, I'll go. All right. To my definition, are meet and greets tricking? No. <laughs> no. Thank you so much to everybody who came out to our meet and greet. We enjoyed meeting you. Of course. I don't think it's tricking, but now that I'm thinking about my definition, it could fall under that, I suppose. I mean, I would respectfully say hello to any listener for free if we were in the mall, but we are setting up a scenario before the show that you can pay and come kick it. Well, to be fair, they're not paying. Let's not say that they're paying to come kick it with you because the VIPs at our shows get the best seats. So they're paying for the best seats and with the best free seats hats. come the me and greet. Yeah, I guess that's true. And like access, first access to merch. Yeah. First dibs at the bar. Mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, you're paying for access. There's a little more, yeah. Yeah, there's more to it. He just wants her to say, "Respond Ruby. to me with one word, Ruby. Please, I need your attention. I need to make sure that my kitten is safe." This is somebody with a problem. You ever call someone your kitten? No, never. Mm. For four hundred thousand dollars, would you put your safety at risk to meet this guy in the morning? Yes. Yeah, I might too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, he's white. Then I can hire security grand. to just like kind of guard the perimeter. But this. I am glad she did post this because people laughed at it, myself included. But this is scary. Like this could end up I think being a the, fucking murder suicide. Guy I don't that, want that. Not is, this is the exact guy that sits outside of your fucking your home and waits for you to just come outside. And he's the he's one of those guys. He just has money. They he's said just, he's just spending money. They said he was the guy that MTV did a show. Uh, they were like a weird addictions, and he, I guess was the guy that was featured as the guy that was addicted to porn. Look at him. Years ago. Okay. So this is now who he, he's evolved to. He, this is the best case scenario for him. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, he's just interacting with his porn at this point. <coughs> yeah. So he's, he didn't get rid of the addiction. No, no. It's just, it's he, just yeah, evolved. He, he stepped up to <laughs> yeah. a better cut product. Like, <laughs> this isn't, why isn't MTV helping him after exploiting him? This is wild though. Is this not as bad as, the way in which I think we've talked about this gambling now has become so taboo. I think in 50 years time, we'll look at gambling ads in these overlays for in games. The way we used to look at the way we currently look at cigarette ads. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe they used to do that. Oh, yeah. No, gambling is definitely now that it's legal. It's um, you see the effect that it's having on sports. It's a huge, it's an addiction where you're prying on someone's weakness. Something, you know, and I hate to say it, but I do believe that something is going to happen very bad, like terrible to one of these athletes where a fan is going to kill an athlete. Over, over a parlay? Oh, over, yeah, over a game. They parlay. made Michael retire. Stop. I'm talking about right. actually killing an athlete. I think, I, I hate to say it, but I do think that it's going to happen. Yeah. And then we're going to start looking at this whole gambling thing a little like legal gambling, FanDuel, all these other apps that people have because people don't even really care about if their teams win or not anymore. No. It's like certain players getting, you know, covering rebounds and points and steals and threes and things like that. Like there's going to be a situation where one of these fans really show up to a game or to like, you know, and really start just busting some shots 
at an athlete. I really, I hate to say it, but I really do feel like that's going to happen. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you're wrong at all. I, I can see when someone already has a mental health problem and then you mm -hmm. give them gambling. Yeah. It could definitely go down that way. <coughs> it can get bad. For sure. Yeah. But I... But I mean, shout out to Ruby Rose. I mean, look, <laughs> one guy giving you 90 grand to just say hello and take a picture and he has your face tatted. I mean, it's weird. It's, 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 it's borderline scary because people like that can turn into, you know, dangerous people. They yeah. start following you everywhere and then something bad can happen. But listen, man, get your money. Who, who is the person that's supposed to be responsible for seeing red flags? Like when you see people like this and I don't want to put anything in the air, in the air in regards to Ruby Rose. So let's just say, for example, like when we do see wild mass shootings or something and then everyone comes back and there was a million red flags and everyone saw them, but no one did anything. When is it going to be a responsibility of some department in the world to identify red flags and hop in? Like who can be like, all right, I see this guy is giving 90 grand. I can see these messages are insane. This seems like someone that probably needs some help and we should do something before he harms someone. Mm -hmm. Where does that exist? Nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah. It's gone. But, but who would be responsible for that? Is that from our tax dollars? No. But like the, well, the same way uh, when defund the police was happening and they were saying, no, we want to necessarily get rid of ever. the police. We just want, like when it comes to certain mental health uh, calls that a cop is not going there, somebody that's trained and, I see both sides of that. You're supposed to be empowering social workers as well. With, with like that. that said, where's the social workers that literally can go with these viral moments and say, yeah, I think this guy could use some help before he harms someone else? Well, she usually has security. I mean, if I'm not mistaken. Still. When she's out in public, I think she has security. So, I mean, <laughs> there's, there's some barrier of protection there. Now, the thing is, you know, when she's just chilling at home and, you know, guys like this can get your address easily. Mm-hmm. They can find out where you live. Yeah. And now you're at home chilling and this guy's now sit outside, sat, sitting outside your condo or your house. Now we've reached the level where it's like, but then he says, listen, I spent $100,000 on you. Like, I want some attention. Like, I want to talk to you in real life. Don't just treat me like a fan now. Like, I've, you know, now, because it gets to that level where they're yeah. like, yo, you know how much money I spent? Once I you hit that you? threshold, you feel more entitled. You start to feel like they, they're your property now. Like, you, 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 they owe you this time. They owe you this one-on-one -on -one because I spent $100,000 on you. Don't just DM me and say hello and then ignore me for two months. Like, so, I mean, you got to be careful. The same, you know, on one hand, she's max, she's leveraging her celebrity and knows that guys are, you know, sexually attracted to her. And, you know, she's playing into that role. It's, it's all a game. But on the other end, it is very dangerous because these are people who I feel like have mental problems and you're kind of like, you know, catering to them a little bit and patting them on the back, say, hey, nice to meet you. And then, Forget about you and they're not, some of them won't take that lightly. They're like, no, I want more than just a hello and a picture. Or if she's ever ready to stop doing OnlyFans and he's been a customer for that long and addicted for that long, like, he's not just going to be cool yeah. with you saying, ah, I'm going to switch career fields now. Like, You got to be careful, man. <laughs> I, you know, this the access now is unlimited. People have unlimited access to you, especially if they're spending that type of money on you. We've seen unfortunate circumstances like uh, a Mercedes Moore, rest in peace, uh, she was murdered by a stalker, a guy that was just infatuated with her and in love with her and in his mind felt like they probably had a relationship. And, you know, that ended tragically. So mm. women do have to be careful when you're entertaining these guys, even if it's just a little hello and a back and forth on, you know, you got to be careful because people are 
they have real mental health issues and 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 tragic things can happen. But I mean, even, there is like the functioning stand. The way there's like functioning drug addicts that are full-blown drug addicts but can be in society and you wouldn't even really know. Yeah. They go about their their lives. Like this guy with Ruby Rose to me is the full-blown junkie on the side of the street that we see that he really needs help. Yeah. Some of these women are running into people that are this far gone, but they're functioning. Yeah. They don't seem as crazy as this guy. So that's where they really need to be careful. But when it comes to this dude, uh, family members, somebody needs to step in. If this was my family member and I saw this go viral, I'm calling them immediately to get real clinical help. No? Like absolutely clinical help. But this, like, is, this is an issue. Like most things, though, when there's heavy financial implications. So in this case, for OnlyFans models that are making, clearing tens of thousands of dollars a month, hundreds, whatever. And then on these gambling sites, to bring that back up, these companies, the people that are behind them are making so much money that you choose to turn a blind eye. And then you also flaunt the success. This is considered a success story. Mm-hmm. So this this will this will encourage more of this behavior. Yeah, this because look where, look where spending this much money got him. It got him on her shoulder. Yeah. So they know each other. They text. I know it looks crazy to us. It's just him texting into an abyss. She never responds. But to the guys that are like him or like approaching that level of obsession, of the obsession, they're like, oh, shit, he has her number. Yeah. So like you can look at this from both sides. And I think it's fucked up that we flaunt the only fan wins on the timeline. And then on gambling, I can't watch a Knicks game anymore without them saying, guess who makes the next bucket? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. I just want to watch the game. Right. Okay, but to, to your gambling comparison, somebody that could be in gambling <laughs> debt out there, ass, comes up on a lick to pay all their debts back. But what does the typical gambling addict do instead of doing that? Yeah. Let's double up what I just what made. It, yeah. I think just because I won here, I can continue on. Same thing with him. I'm sure his main goal was to try to get her number and text her. He got it now. So what's next? Oh, I met her at the mall? Great. Got that off the checklist. I want to go to her What's home after now. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, so I feel what you're saying, but what's the next step here? But that's I agree why, with you, though. People need to step yeah. in. But that's like, why I'm saying she, she, women like Ruby Rose have to be careful with guys like this because it's like you stringing them along, you playing with them, and then after a while, they're going to feel like, yo, why are you just playing with me? Like, I love you. Like, you know, I want to be with you. Like, it starts getting to those type of conversations and you start saying those things. Now it's like, oh, this person really thinks we're together. This person really thinks we have a relationship. Yeah. They just spent a hundred grand on you in a month. Like they think that y'all have a thing. Like this is like, yeah, I understand you made money and it's like, yo, he spent a hundred grand on me. It's like, okay, so are you putting this out there to kind of entice other guys to, hey, if you spend a hundred grand on me, I can meet you too. Like, mm-hmm. You're th- playing a dangerous game. I think she might have put it out there uh, more for safety reasons than anything. Probably. That makes sense. Because now it's like, oh, no, I ha- y'all know what this man looks like. I have proof. It's not just me and my team. Now, like now, if Ruby Rose is at a show and a fan recognizes this nigga creeping through the crowd mm-hmm. because we all know what he looks like now. And he has a pretty recognizable face. Like, so now it's just not her, t- her and her team's eyes on him. Now it's a viral thing. Everybody's eyes are on him. So I think it was a smarter thing that she did tweet that out. But, yeah, she does have to. She, she has to be. Listen, careful. get your money. Ladies, just be careful. I mean, was there much difference between what? He was texting her and what Cameron was DMing Neil on. Mm. Um, did Cam send any money? 
I, I, well, no, I don't. I, I don't feel think, like sending money to somebody like Nia Long. I think least. I don't. If I if I, if I know Cam as well as I think I know him, he ain't sending no money. Not to know Nia Long. Um, it was funny timing too with everything that was happening with Ruby Rose. Um, what, did Cam leak this or did Nia Long leak this? I know it's all Cam leaked. Cam leaked it. Cam leaked Nia, it, and, Nia they, never, and they addressed it on their show as well, which was funny. Nia uh, never responded, right? We don't know. This this was Not right when the split of. up happened. Yeah. And anytime you start something with Hey Stink, like I know Cam's joking around. Yeah. But he took this joke pretty far. That's a lengthy paragraph. Mm-hmm. If I had better eyes, I'd read it. But you know, you're from Uptown. You'll sound better reading it. He says in uh, Cam's voice. He says, uh, Hey Stink, I was giving you some time to yourself till I reached out. Your perseverance as a strong black woman through this <laughs> turbulent time has been something to behold. Can I stop you for one second? He sounds like uh, Edgar Allen, doesn't he? <coughs> this is October what? <laughs> 20, uh, 22nd, October 22nd. October, October 16th, 2022. Can we look up when the official like breakup happened? Because he said I gave you some time. How much time did Cam give her? About a week. <laughs> I mean, a week is enough time. By your uptown standards, a week solves everything. Seven so, days, yeah, cry, you don't got to shower, you can be depressed in your house, do whatever you got to do. But after that seventh day, get up on your feet, get back out there in the game. Mm. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. You shouldn't be taken advantage of and exploited as you did nothing to deserve this, especially all over these sports networks. You're bigger and better than that. You're a queen. And by the way, I'm a king. See, that's very important to point out. Together, we can achieve the greatness we were both destined for as a couple. Une vi a vivre. And then he gives it a meaning. That means we have one life to live. That's true. Mm. If you think about it. Yeah. I mean, he's not lying. Yeah. Cam ain't lying. Pardon my French. You know what I mean? You got to make sure... You pardon self right there. As I sit here sipping gazpacho and watching The Best Man, I was inspired <laughs> to reach out. Now, if you ever seen The Best Man, some of Nia Long's greatest work was in that movie. F- fair. Weird comparison with the plot of that movie. But yeah. yeah. I'll leave you with this. The most difficult thing is the decision to act. The rest is merely technical. Damn, I didn't think about it that way. Until the next time the sun rises and moon falls. Red heart, purple heart, red heart. Purple heart, red heart. Mm. He got some bars off. That that was given a <coughs> like first album cam lines in there. I see the best best man scheme. He was yeah, no, he got yeah, that was fire. That was fire. He got into his he got into his rapper, you know, metaphoric bag. Like you know, he, that was horse and carriage. Yeah, uh, cam in there. Yeah, that was a little bit of come home with me. Mm. Uh, diplomatic immunity cam right there. <laughs> I would love to see Nia respond to that though. I mean. A month after your divorce, I think it's hilarious. And I'm sure she laughed too. And it probably did brighten her day at a time that wasn't great. But can you really reply to that in a serious way? Hey, Stink is a great bar. It's a great opener, by the way. I, great opener. I hate this trend of, I mean, this is funny, but I, and I hate to do the buzzkill, but I hate this trend of writing people when they're going through the hardest time of their lives and screenshotting it for content. I just think it's very insensitive. Like, I already got it's publicly called, cheated on and humiliated. It, right? And now you want to like come in my DMs on some stupid shit. And not only did you come in my DMs on some stupid shit, you did it and then screenshotted it so everybody can see. It's just like, come on, bro. Like, I understand that this is jokes, but like, this is my, actually my fucking life. Can you just leave me alone? I well, think if, if he did this in October of 2022, as far as screenshotting it and talking about it, I, I agree with you. But don't send it anyway. So he posted it on his Instagram and the caption was, she still hasn't opened my DM. Yeah, she's probably not. But she's probably seen this. So I think she will she will respond. 
Nia, she she kind of plays because remember the whole J Cole line. He said, you know, he was too young for Nia Cole, Nia Long, and mm. she responded to that. So she does. I mean, she hears. She's so she's in the in the culture. She sees what's going on. I think she will respond to this. I don't. I know she she knows Cam. This is obviously Cam would on, obviously date Nia Long if she gave him the chance. Nia Long is beautiful, but I think she knows Cam. This was just all in fun and just having. You know. I do feel what Damaris is saying though. If I'm going through one of the most public divorces at the time, don't breakups. Fuck, don't never marry me. But yeah, <laughs> don't, like, don't leave fuck, me alone. Leave me alone. Like it's not fucking. Like it's not funny. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's not funny. I mean, it's not funny, but at the same time, it's like, it's not like we looking at it like that's his loss. Like, he fucked up. Like, we here. Like, this dude's here that's like, yo, Nia, listen, we know he did some dumb shit. Just know we still love you. And open my DM and let's go to dinner if you give me a chance to. That's all it is. It's not laughing that Nia's going through a divorce. It's more so like, fuck him. He did some dumb shit. How you cheat on Nia Long? All right, cool. Never mind. He out the way. Yo, what's up, Neil? Like, cause we've been sitting here for years looking at you. Like, yo, she's gorgeous. Like, I would love to have the opportunity to date you. So, well, yeah, I think that's a more. A year so later feels a little bit more appropriate. And I, ah. again, I know it's just jokes, but I could see a world where that he wouldn't find that very fucking funny at the time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yes, but I it, mean, you got to know that this is just the way of somebody saying, "Yo, Neil, we love you. We fuck with you." Like. You're beautiful. We've always loved you. Like, you understand you're going through a divorce, but listen, don't let that, you know. Then say that. Don't come in my fucking DM. Well, this is just a funny way of saying that. Watching the best man and realized I'm the best man for you. Like, that's funny a year from then, but that's not fucking funny when I'm crying at home because I was publicly. It reminds me of those, uh, the meme of the future text. (laughs) It's like the, you know, everything that happens is future on his phone. You're like. He said yeah. the whole thing is like, anyway, tell your mama, say oh, hi. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what this is. It's the same type. Yeah, of but shit. that's your actual exes. Like, this is just, <laughs> this, is somebody, just this is me yes, alone. This is me alone. This is somebody you just had a crush on forever. <laughs> and like, I watched a movie and realized I, I was the best man for you. That was fire. That's hard. That's the, I'm definitely going to use like, that. Like you just said, that's kind of like that Yeah, like, it's just having fun, man. Well, I'm curious. Was it best man holiday? Nah, I got to be the first best man. First of all, the best man holiday is the best best man. I'm with you. That one is the that's the best best man. And even the the follow up the shows were good too. Like the, was I great. I was just watching the shit series yesterday. It's a good series. I th- yeah, outside of uh, yeah. um, like the end of like oh my son's transgender. Like I thought it was a great series. <laughs> I just thought it was a little too on the nose of the times. Forced, like yeah. it, it felt very. For it's like, oh, I'm a running back and he's not a man. Urgh. Yeah. Other than that, I thought it was phenomenal, but I'm with you. Best Man Holiday is better than Best Man. I don't know. I'm here to debate. I don't know about that one. I get it. Everybody's like, oh, the classic, the classic. Just like Bad Boys 2 is better than Bad Boys 1. Because like, just the fact when they was at the altar and Neil Long, and uh, the, her real name is Monica Calhoun, I think, the actress's name. I don't, I've got her name. He's my Mia. Mia, when Mia was reading her vows, mm-hmm. and he kept flashing back, he kept crying. Stop, stop, that's, that's just like, come on, that's classic shit, yo. Cause you know, that's like real. It's like when you know, like your girl, you find out a dude that your girl used to fuck with, and now you're sitting there talking to her, and all you can think about is like, yo, him? He, she was gripping the sheets and everything. Okay, that was crazy. I agree with you. But why <laughs> Best Man Holiday? 
goes even crazier. And then Regina Hall at the stripping the dancing at the at the penthouse for the bachelor party. Right oh my Lord, god. Nah, best man one is the one. <laughs> nah, I get they did you know the new what? addition in the you... living room and all that. That was dope. Can you stand the rain? I get all of that. But come on, man. It was some classic parts in the best man. Now, what rivals that altar scene in Best Man Holiday is when Mia is about to die of cancer and looks at him and says, I wanted to fuck him, so let it go. Yeah, like I wanted That's it. That's way crazier I than the altar it. shit. He was like, you wanted it? Like, yeah, it was yeah. Con- it was like, consensual. you so angry at him. Be angry at me. Like, I wanted a dick. Like, yeah, I chose him. I chose your best friend. That's, yeah. that's sick. And I, I get That's like, sick to say that in she hospice. Was, she was in stage four. You <laughs> wanted to get everything getting off. Getting that off in hospice is crazy. Nah, now I'm going to be mad at you when you're dead. Yeah, getting Just, that off in hospice is wild. Don't tell me that while you're in hospice. That low-key might be the best time to air out your grievances. On your deathbed? For nah, sure. It's not. It's not. Yeah, nah. you got to cause some chaos you before you leave. To. That's fucked. You have to leave your stain on the world. If you've been harboring, think about them all. Nah, take some shit to the grave with you. If you've been harboring <laughs> something. I'm a fan of taking some shit to the grave, yo. Some do stuff. But say it's like a parent or whatever, and it's and it's one of those things that you'll never get the chance to say this again. You have to, no matter what, whether, yeah, but you not, say whether or not like, they can respond or not, if they're even in bed. Yeah, like, but some shit you uh, say, some shit you say on your deathbed is like, you know, like, yo, when we went through that breakup, you know, I sat outside in your house, parked in the car, like for days, like just like some sweet sentimental shit. Like, tell them now when we get back together. You don't say, yo, your, your, your homeboy that you mad at, yo, I, I definitely pushed up on him. No, not that kind of stuff. Yeah, take though. that to the grave. Don't, you know what I mean? No, Don't that, tell me that. Yes, that to take that to the grave. Yeah, I'm talking more so grave. like a, a fractured father-son relationship and you finally are comfortable enough because your dad has 10 minutes left to live to have that conversation with him I, about why didn't we... I hate to put this out there. Family, your parents are great. Love them. Your dad uh, is my dad in hospice. Yeah. No, I'm not putting. I don't want to do that. But just say it's no. But just say parents. it's your dad. Okay, just yeah. say somebody's dad is at hospice. Your dad. Okay. Your dad. And you're there, and your dad's like, "Look, son, I'm going to tell you this before I, you know, what I mean, clock out before I, I can hear the angels calling. I'm not your real father. You can't take that. You don't want that. That'll I'm fuck you up forever. Well, that will least, fuck you up forever. But at least it would confirm because that's Damaris's dad. That it isn't. Oh well, it would yeah. give Reddit. Well, yeah, it would, it would validate daughter. the yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah. It, so would, it would validate Reddit and what they say. But yeah. you don't. I would, fi- I would film it and say, "Can you do it again so I can post this on Reddit?" <laughs> but you wouldn't. You wouldn't want that though. No. You wouldn't well, want no, that because it's also not true. But I'm trying to think of. I'm like, just saying, what if it was? I would. I would actually want that. No, you. But now it allows me to go deathbed. Figure that out. I mean, it's fucked up the timing because I'd have a bunch of questions for my dad. That's what I'm saying. But at least now I can start the journey of what the fuck. Yeah. I can go find some answers. How much time do you have to ask your dad follow-up questions? But sometimes the journey of what the fuck is never ending. It's going to be what the fuck for the rest of your life. That was my theme in therapy today. (laughs) True true story. Yeah. Like, what the fuck sometimes is like forever. You don't ever get, like, the answers. And even when you get the answers, it's still, what the fuck? Like, this is my dad? This piece of shit? But I think that one allows you to, to start that. In Best Man Holiday, she could have just kept that shit to herself because I've already kind of accepted that. Nah, she had to keep, she had to let him know because he kept blaming his best friend. And she's like, you putting it The reason she did it was for everybody. them to be like, listen, stop being mad at each other. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, don't, I understand gonna, why I'm she did it. I'm about to die. You're going to need him. Yeah. Like, Type shit. That's why she did. She had a reason for why she did. Oh, no, I, I get her reason. Everything you guys are saying, I agree with. But I stayed in this marriage. We we had that wild ass fucking wedding. 
We got kids. I just broke the uh, running back single yard record. And I ran home just so you could die. And it's like, yo, yo, why are you? I just got over this shit. Mm. Now you're like, yo, I wanted to fuck your mans. Like, how about say something about the kids? But he wasn't over it. He wasn't over it. And first of all, Best Man Holiday, which no one really addresses, was one of the nastiest crews of all time. They were some swingers. Everybody in fucked everybody in that crew. No, that's, in oh. the movies. That's no, Shelby just fucked everybody and Mia had Harper went, bodies. I mean, Mia fucked best friends and Shelby fucked best friends. Gangster. Yeah, they were married, fucked him, then he, <laughs> and then in uh, the series, didn't they end up getting married too? That's, they were a swinger crew. How were they not? I don't think that they you're dragging it. Do you guys have friends that are like that? Swingers? Like oh, not like legit swingers. Where the friends have fucked each other. I've I've yeah, I, I, yeah. In the city here, yeah. I've got a, a pretty tight friend group. There's like 10 of them, guys, girls, and they've all fucked each other. And now half of them are off getting engaged, but like my Not to but, each other? Not well, no, like they all just right. fucked up each other. It's just like a weird incestuous group. But like in a, in a, but in they're a, all cool. It's in just an weird. interesting way though, it is you kinda you kinda can understand why if you're like real friends with a girl or a guy, you can kind of see why y'all would become physical. Because it's like, yo, we really fuck with each other. And we we really have probably a lot of interest. So we really know comfort. each other. We trust each other. <clears throat> We're loyal to each other. Like, you know, this is my real friend. And then some nights you just like, yo, like, I'm horny. I'm horny too. Like, fuck it. I mean it happens. When you run in smaller circles or the same crowd. It is bound to happen to some degree. A friend of ours that I won't name said the most profound thing at last lap in one of those cesspools of everybody knows each other said, hey, everyone in here has fucked everyone. Just find the person you like and make it work. Uh, I can't. I, oh, no, I'm not. That. I'm not mature enough. The book of last but, lap. Yeah, I can't subscribe to that. I understood what she was trying to say <laughs> in the environment. And for those that are listening and don't know last lap, it's a bar in New York where everybody knows everyone. It's a hallway that serves cocktails. The Last Supper. (laughs) Beautiful place. Beautiful place. Beautiful establishment. I love Last Lap, but it's tiny. It's like, it's like Cheers. Dead ass. Everyone knows everyone. Everyone kind of has a history. It's the ghost of pussy and dick past, no matter what, who, no matter who you are, there's a body in there. And if you're going to be in that environment and want to stay around that, you have to learn how to deal with yeah, but past that are intertwined with people. I'm not saying friends per se, but yeah. people that you know. Like, but people can't deal with that. That's easier said it's than tough. done. Oh, it's very tough. Because you could you could be dating a girl that you was like y'all was cool at first, and then y'all hooked up a few times. Feelings start to like get real, and then y'all recognize that. And more times than none, the girl will probably be like, "Yo, let's just stop." You know what I mean? Like doing this because like it's getting like to a point where like it's the friendship is like disappearing like now it's like we're arguing you know like you're upset if i go here if i'm hanging out with these people let's get back to being friends y'all both agree cool but then you go to last lap and nobody knows that y'all was hooking up because y'all keep it you know y'all keep it under wraps like y'all don't really tell people like y'all keep best sneaky links are like yeah Yeah. and then now you walk in last lap and she at the table and your man got you know he kind of and you know your man you know when he pushing up and he like too close to her now them rock shrimps don't don't even taste the same no more. Them little them little. You know what I mean them rock shrimps you ain't the jerk, even jerk wings. Are yeah, it's same. not even hitting. It's like yo, I'm about to take it to go. Nobody takes that shit to go. We eat here. Now you acting funny. <laughs> now you acting weird in last lap. Yo, you taking your wings to go? Word word. Like you Why? don't want to sit down. You, you don't want to sit. Down. You tired? Yeah, like now? you tired. You got to get up early. You don't want to sit down and kick it with the crew. Why? Because your man is all getting close with the girl that is your friend too. Mm. Y'all are all friends, but you can tell he pushing up tonight. 
So and, the, I, and you could tell she receiving the push up. I learned she free. ain't telling him to back up. She ain't moving away from him. They sharing a napkin. Yeah. I, I learned I learned pretty early that I wasn't built for that. Cause I I was raised in the, the male toxic shit of like, if that's not your girl, she's for the streets. I know it doesn't sound good, but that's how we when we were teenagers. And we gotta 20s. revisit that. We gotta so, revise that. So that's I thinking. used to have that. That's mentality. not that's not true. That's not no, real. Fuck it. It's definitely not That's not true. real. But I subscribed to that because I was a young, immature person and an insecure person that didn't know much. So there'd be times when I was dealing with a chick that we weren't dating per se. We was fucking. Mm-hmm. And my friends would be like, I mean, what's up with her? I mean, come on. She, if it's not your girl, it's for everybody, right? And I'd like right. pretend and be like, yeah, no, I don't even care. And then yeah. they'd go over there and I'd be fucking fuming in the corner. Yeah. So I learned probably by 22, 23 to say, we're not dating, but I like her. So no. Mm. Yeah. And then I became the corniest human being and I didn't mind at all because it was for my inner peace. Yeah. No, now, I understand that. She's not for everybody. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's for me. This, and one other person, her other See, I can Rory, see, Rory's different. I can I can never say it. I can't say it. And I will never say it. You tweet about it? No, I wouldn't I wouldn't even do that. But I would like go home. I would go home and be on my Morris Chestnut Boys in the Hood swinging at the air shit. Like I'll do that. But I'm never going to say yo nah, yo, I like her. Like even though she's for the I can nah. What, I can't say it. I'm I would you, throw up if I tried to say that. Let's say, let's say like a... <laughs> like, I would physically get sick if it was a girl that's like, that's not my girl and I know like a few of the homies, you know, like they had a little fun with her and I, but I like her. I can't say it. I can't say it. Well, I, can't, I mean, that's, I can a, never that's say a different it. scenario, which plenty of men fall victim to that you did, you were last in line and then maybe you kind of liked her a little bit more than everyone else. I'm saying the other way around where... You maybe brought her around or everyone's trying to hit and you maybe hit first. And then they start asking you like, yo, what's up with her? Like, you doing anything with that? Like, no, no, we just fucking whatever. And then they go hit on her and you start feeling away. Because I used to go home and punch the fucking air like Cuba. Not with every girl, though. Just it, it will be one that you you're like, damn, I like her, though. But not yeah. with every girl. Like, I no, we not. That's just that's crazy. I like the women I sleep with. Not everyone. You don't like every woman you sleep with. You don't like every. It's the gayest thing about me, actually. You don't like every girl that you slept with. No, but ones that I was consistently dealing with. I'm not saying there was plenty of casual relationships that weren't anything, and we both knew that. But I always liked them, like which means I didn't want my friends. It's really only one. It's really only one factor in all of that. I wouldn't have had any issue if she went. If she went and fucked somebody else, that's fine because we're you know we're. Not together, and it, it is what it is. Yeah. But my friend hitting on her, my friend fucking, yeah, I liked her too much for that. Go fuck a stranger. Like, nah, you're not being passed around by my friends. I, I like you too much. I think that it really only boils down. And she to, passing us around at the end of the day. Oh yeah. For so sure. I, I we don't, don't never had that conversation. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we think we, we passing a girl around. Yeah, no, we're, she's we're being passing passed us around. around. Yeah. But it's really only boils down to when you just fucking with no condom. Don't be the ones where you just like, nah, like. I said, I've loved every girl. I remember the first time one of my friends fucked a girl that I was fucking when I said, yeah, no, go ahead. Do, do what you got to do. It was In a consensual way. Everyone, I know it's times. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I was fucking upset. So that's when I started saying, nah, I like her, bro. After he already beat? No, not no. I, I moved on after punching the air for a while. Yeah. The next time I was in that position, I was like, nah, you, no, you're not fucking her. Yeah. Because I've also been put in that position where girls come up to me like, yo, your, your man's just hit on me. Mm-hmm. 
And like, what does that say? I'm not saying I'm your but girl, the, but what does that say about? But does he? What do you know, think of me? But does he know that you and Shorty were like? Because <clears throat> that's happened to me. Like I've 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 flirted with girls that I didn't know what my friends were dealing with. Mm. Like you know, you don't always tell your homeboys every girl that you date or you talk to. Like. You don't know. Well, see, I'm going to be offended either way because I've had like guys like come in, like hop in my DMs and it's like the friend of the person I'm sleeping with at the time. Yeah, we might be like not we're not advertising that we're dating or sleeping together. But I'm like, so you're not telling your friends about not even like telling your friends about me. But like now I feel like you talking shit like you like, oh, no, nah, she like she up for grabs. Like I get I get extremely I feel extremely disrespected by that. Like and if you if I feel like I'm up for grabs with the I've, I've been put in that <clears throat> position where. I couldn't really be mad at my friend because we were living by that mentality. That was like the unspoken word that if it's not your girl, like anyone can speak to her. Mm -hmm. She's not your property or anything. So I guess there is some positive thinking in that. But I've had the girl come up to me like, yo, your man's just hit on me. And like, I can't get mad because that's, we have that unspoken word as friends. Yeah. So what do you say in response to that? Because yeah. your was, response was to that 10 years ago. Is but, like, but no, what I'm saying, what would you say in response to that when a girl would come up to you and say, oh, your man's just hit on me? I, I said, I'll, I'll go talk to him. And that's, <laughs> he never no, he can't say that. No, I'm saying what I've, what I've said. Yeah, I'll talk to him. He didn't know. <laughs> oh, if he don't know, then oh, yeah, yeah. That's, no, but he knew. I was, I, I lied. Like, I oh, <laughs> no, he knew. I, not because sometimes you don't, your friend really don't know that y'all, y'all talking like. Not like that. They obviously know y'all know each other and things like that, but they don't know that it's like... But it put me in a, a jammed up space because she's looking at me like, so did you tell your friends that like, I'm... Yeah. Easy. Streets or something? Yeah. And what, I didn't do that. That shit was... But we had that friend. unspoken word as friends that that's how shit went. Mm. It, was, it was nasty. Yeah. There can be awful things within consensual sex as well. Yeah. But what... And, and environment. It's tough out here. But what if when you think you found the girl that you want, but she ends up being not the person you thought she was. So you try to make her someone that she isn't. Oh no. You're 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 setting yourself up for <sighs> heart heart failure. Give not me, heartbreak, heart failure. Give me some more details in this hypothetical. So say just hypothetically, hypothetically, say I'm a black man. Just think mm. about that. Yeah, Close your eyes. Yeah. Close your eyes. You'll big see hype. that it gets dark. I'm trying really hard. Hype Williams. Uh and say I'm dating a white woman when we Whoa. know it would never happen. This is on par. It's crazy, right? Yeah. And say, you know. In the culture of black history, I look at strong black women like Coretta Scott King and Michelle Obama. Those are the women that I want my girl to emulate. Mm -hmm. So I take this snow princess mm -hmm. and I put her in a position to be one of these women. Mm -hmm. you make, in this you case, make, I'm talking about Jonathan Majors. You're going to make her vice president? Which, I mean, first lady? <laughs> Jonathan Majors, which tried to take his white girlfriend <laughs> and said she needs to act more like Michelle Obama and Coretta Scott King to him. She needs her to be like them to him. How do we feel about that? Pardon my, pardon my face, but y'all are race baiting. Prove it. Uh, why, why is that an issue if he's talking about how great those women are? Why, why is it they're a black woman and not a woman in that regard? Mm. I, oh, want, you, I, I want you to act it. like this woman because I revere how this woman she carries herself but, with class. But because... Yeah, like I don't grace. Man, y'all are weird for thinking no, that's weird. I mean, I, th no, I think it's weird I to, to tell a girl response. act like Michelle Obama, but I don't think it's the racial thing that y'all are trying to make it. If I, if sound. Kanye comes on to me, don't come over here and tell me something. I need you to act more like Kim Kardashian or like Paris Hilton. No, I think it's different in reverse. No, no. Like if you're telling a black woman to act like Paris Hilton, not that she would be. Let's do more women that are on par with the Michelle Obamas and the Coretta Scott Kings. So. 
What's like a white? So woman? Damaris, if your if your boyfriend says I need you to be the what's what's Tom Brady's ex wife name? Giselle. Giselle. I need you a to be a supermodel. No, not let's not look wise. No, I need you, I need you to be like you know take care of the kids. Hold it down. Hold it down. Never in no Aisha bullshit. Curry. Aisha oh, Curry. No, that's well, she's she's black. She's black. I'm just saying, but what if your black boyfriend wanted was compared, like saying, y'all want you to hold me down the way these women held their husbands down, but these women, Jacqueline Kennedy. Mm. So, you know, <laughs> you Jackie suck, O. She held dick like Jackie O. And she held his whole head. I mean, she tried. you know, would you feel offended by that? Would you be like, what? You want me to act if like a white woman? If my black husband told me to act like a white woman? Or but, if my white or just husband, a woman. why are we my white husband told to the me race that, in this yeah, because I don't, it, like, because because it, the race does matter. We're not about to sit up here and pretend that race doesn't matter in relationships. Let's stop. Let's be stop. If my black husband, no, though. but you're saying the race, you're race baiting. The race doesn't matter. If my black husband is telling my white ass to act more like a black woman, I'm going to look at him and say, "Go be with one of those black." But women. why are you saying that? That's an act of just a black woman. Both women have been a huge part of black history mm-hmm. and are icons in that. Mm-hmm. Separately, they were good wives. That Great wives. Like, I don't think he's saying to a white woman, go make black history and hold me down. I think he's saying, <laughs> hey, I've observed how Michelle Obama has been very supportive of Barack Obama. I don't think she's supportive because she's a black woman. I think she's an amazing black woman that is also supportive that to her husband. Supportive, yeah. Or you're making sense. We're trying to make fun oh, of Jonathan bad. Majors. Like, stop making sense. Yeah. Like, we get your point. We're this, making fun of him. If, if he said, go learn how to make collard greens or some racist shit, then yeah, then, then we have a, a case here. <laughs> Coretta Scott King held it down because Martin Luther King was getting his shit off. Listen, man, we're that not going to do that. Wilding. You are the last person that can say that. We know he was getting his shit off. Yeah, I'm but we don't know if you're down. black. So I don't think... Huh? Say, I said, well, we don't know if you're black. Like, <laughs> yeah, we do. You just met my dad. That's what you say. And by the Could way, I used, I used to think the same thing, but then I did some deep dives. I, the CIA just created those photos. Of who? Of MLK fucking other women. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Oh, come oh, on. Oh, please. We're not doing that. Not. You know what I think about the older I get? <clears throat> How old was Martin Luther King when he died? Wasn't he like 30-something? Yeah. He was pretty young. I'm very young. They used to look old back in them days. <laughs> they did used to look old back in them days. I they looked like Jonathan Mays. He was 36 when he Stop. died. <laughs> Stop it. 39 when he died? 39. Crazy. Listen, man. I know what I was doing at 39 is all I'm saying. Dude, the fact that you could say that in the past is crazy. <laughs> I, just, I know <laughs> what I was doing three years ago. You know what I'm saying? I know how I was giving it up. And I ain't never had the movement that Martin had. I was about to say. <laughs> You ain't had that motion. I ain't had that motion. <laughs> I ain't had the motion that Martin had. You know what I'm saying? I never had that motion. I never had them gather in March from Selma all the way there. And I ain't never had that. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I know how it goes. You get back to the hotel. You know, they get real hospitable. Like, hey, you know, Dr. King, do you need any coffee? Do you need any? Pussy. You know, they turn around. You know, they was wearing them pleated dresses. And you turn mm. around. You're like, oh, she miss, you know, Miss Graham got a little. You calf. Know, got a nice calf, huh? Ooh. I know Martin was giving it up. My, uh, Malcolm X was and also Malcolm, 39. He used to, I, I remember Detroit Red. He was out there pimping them all. He was a good looking dude. I mean, I mean, I know that part of the story. I don't okay. forget about, you know, they like to forget about that. That to me, that makes the man the man. It's yeah. like, it's the whole story. This is who he was. This is who he ended up being. Great story, great leader, great role model, all of that. But we're not going to act like pimping wasn't still in Malcolm, though. It was still there. I would have rocked Malcolm to sleep for sure. Just you know imagine man? like look, this look, photo. Like, so, so you know Miss Graham was in the office saying the same shit. Like, <laughs> listen, Brother Malcolm, you could you could knock the, the Shabazz out of me if you want to. You know what I'm saying? You know they was giving it up like that. Come on, man. The I f- mean, I, 
I think Solange sums that entire thing up very well on Ode to Self-Care. We've been lovers on a mission, but what's love without a mission? We've been lovers on a mission. Let's take an intermission. After this oh, march, let's wow. go fuck. Yeah, that was- That's definitely what she meant in that whole thing. Oh, yeah. Let's do the let's do the let's do the work. Let's 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 galvanize the people. Mm-hmm. Let's let's march for freedom. But when you get home tonight, mm-hmm. don't you hold back. Some ode to self-care. Yeah, you tear this ass up. That's what you do. Um, who would you guys tell your significant other to act more like? Uh That's a great question, Rory. It depends on where we're at. If we're in the bed. I'm going to cut you off. Let's make it even messier. Pick a black woman and a white woman because Damaris wants to race bait. (laughs) Nice. Okay, if we're in the bed, I want you to act like Jada Fire. Okay. If we're at a restaurant, I want you to act like... Can you do in settings? Sharon Stone in... (laughs) Uh, <laughs> get the fuck out, bro. Just get out. What? This your show? Get the fuck out. Telling your black girlfriend to act like Sharon Stone. Would, <laughs> yeah. Make sure I'm there when like, you say You don't it. act like Sharon Stone enough for me in this restaurant. Like, why you got panties on? Take the panties off. Mm. You know what I mean? You got a nice dress on. Like, let me see that thing. That's all. Why not? You can't tell your significant other to act like your hall pass, though. Because the first thing in my mind, Sharon I'm like, Stone is his hall pass? No, not. I wish. <laughs> No, because I'm thinking in my head when you ask the question, I'm like, oh, okay, who would I tell my significant other to act like? And I start thinking of my hall passes. Now, I tell my significant others who my hall passes are, so I can't sit up there and tell you, yo, you need to act like so-and-so. I'm not. Yeah, gonna- but are they your hall pass because of how they act or just how they look? Because those are two different. Both of them. Hall passes aren't fair. Did we talk about this on Mike already? We did. Am I yeah. repeating myself? Yeah. yeah. Hall passes are a setup. For- I know, because I can fuck my hall pass and you can't. <laughs> I think guys need to go about it differently. You don't go for the A-list celebrity. Just... Her best friend. They are readily available. At yeah, Rome. fine. Your hall pass is your hall pass is Idris Elba. My is uh, your best friend Melissa. Because now best. that I see, if I got a, a hall pass for Ruby Rose, I see ninety grand doesn't even get it done. Yeah, no, nah. <laughs> that's an expensive pass. Just kind of even the playing field. Yeah. My best friends wouldn't fuck my men with my pussy. Like they wouldn't fuck them with somebody else's. Pussy. Oh, you think? Nah. I love when women think that. We have different types. We all have, they think all my men are ugly and hideous, and I feel the same way about them. I think all their men are gay. So, yeah, but when, when, when women God. are. You, you like break bread with these people often? Yeah, we just have different tastes than men. But women don't have a type when it's time to spite. That's they don't, a fact. They don't, they don't care. They, you and all your friends may have different types, but if they want to get back at you, they will fuck someone that's not their type. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll fuck your ex that's not their type if it is around, time to spite. Bro, I'm 30 years old. I'm not hanging around them type of nasty. Of course. Bitches. I mean, we're hypothetically speaking. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, no. Some bitches will definitely. Yes. Will definitely. I've sent my friends on missions to fuck girls, boyfriends, and they were not their type at all. And they went on that mission. Would you tell, like, maybe your man to act more like Suge Knight? <laughs> nah, I'm good. I like my <laughs> teeth. I'm good. Thank you so much. You've been through the prison thing. <laughs> prison reform, if you will. I'm sorry to bring in your prison past and mm, put your night on you. It's cool. Um, Suge is a podcast now, so naturally he has to jump into the messiness that it takes to promote a podcast. And he posted a photo with Diddy's son, Justin Combs. I mean, I, I'm always big on kids are off limit, but so where are we living? And I don't think it's that far out of uh, Suge's wheelhouse of uh, messiness. Hmm. 
it's really Dave Mace, and I'm not putting this on his jacket, um, but he is producing that Suge podcast, which is great. I think it's four episodes in. I've listened to three of them. Uh, Dave's doing a great job with that. But I would imagine he would be somewhat behind this to promote it. Yeah. We can put it on Suge, but Dave, you're still attached to it, and you're the one that's not in jail. What's the context so, of this photo, though? I didn't hear the episode. Is there like a context to what Shook said in the episode? The reason why this picture was posted? Because uh, I don't think that I've seen this picture before. I haven't either. I'm sure it was something Shug was holding on to during that whole back and forth in the 90s. And now he's addressing a lot of stuff. Because you got to understand, for the most part, Shug was pretty quiet as far as press and media went for a long time. And people have talked about as we say all the time, there's a whole YouTube community that's dedicated to Death Row, Tupac, and, and those 94 to 96 years. So Suge is now addressing a lot of stuff that people have been saying for you know, the last few years on YouTube. And it's a good podcast. And I understand him telling his side, this is promotion. Like Everybody had, had known that there was some dealings with people's previous baby mothers and there's they were putting out Tupac photos with Puff's other baby mother like it, the same shit we were just talking about with Last Lap yeah. mm-hmm. it's the same world like people are going to intertwine at that time and date other people and this is where it gets messy because you could have something over someone once y'all start beefing Yeah, and he posted that photo Yeah, and it's all to promote the fucking podcast this isn't trying to rehash the bad boy death row beef those are Misa's um, legs that are in the photo in the corner um, so yeah, I think he did it just to taunt him. He was talking about his dealings with her in the podcast. <clears throat> he was talking about his dealings with Misa. Um, well, DJ Quick had came out previously and said that Misa hung out with Suge and the Death Row crew on the night of the infamous 1995 Source Awards. And they're saying this is where the photo could have been taken. There are other reports that this was taken in a bad boy office, which I don't see that happening because there were rumors of him having a, of Diddy having an all red. I mean, not him. I'm sorry. Suge having an all red office or whatever. They're saying it could be taken as office. It could have been taken at the Source Awards. We don't know exactly where the photo was taken, but he really released it just as Rory said for promo. And like, come on. The, to me, that type, type of shit is corny. Like, yeah. what if this was before Puff and Suge? Because at one point they were associates. They weren't beefing. Like, what if my son was just around and, like, this was a two-second uh, interaction in a green room, well, red room, and someone took a photo of it, and now you're going to just, come on. How old is Justin now? This is a very dangerous thing, though. Like, you can't, you know, because we know the history of what actually happened uh, between Death Row and Bad Boy, what it caused. I'm, I'm old enough to remember that out of the crew here. Um, I know what the energy was like. I know, you know, how many years it took for, you know, East Coast artists to actually start being accepted and, you know, embraced on the West Coast after all of that. So when you do things like this, this kind of rehashes, you know, old shit that we should be moved past. And, you know, you know, it's just I just don't see this, this, the purpose of this. If it's not progressive, then, you know, what is it for? Is it? Is it for, you know, drama? Is it for <clears throat> clicks? Is it, you know, what is this for? And to everyone that, that will comment on this and be like, oh, well, Misa was the one that leaked it, this and that. I'm not dumb. 
she didn't just leak this out of nowhere and Suge happens to have a podcast and happens to be talking about this whole thing. Yeah, you're just part of, you're a pawn in this entire thing and they used you. And now you're the one that was rumored to leak this photo. So yeah, it's still on Suge. It's still on Dave, still on Misa. And I just think it's, it's weird and corny. Like, okay, cool. You high five my son that's fucking 25 now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what, what do you Pointless. What do you want? And Pointless. I mean, obviously Puff has a, a lot more going on currently. I, I don't think he gives a fuck about that photo with more accusations coming out. Uh, we recorded this on Wednesday, December 6th, and Puff did reply, which I believe was on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. Joey, we pull up his, uh, his response. Yep. In the past few days, there have been, of course, more women coming out, more lawsuits, um, and Puff posted today, December 6th. Enough is enough. For the last couple of weeks, I've sat silently and watched people try to assassinate my character, destroy my reputation and my legacy. Sickening allegations have been made against me by individuals looking for a quick payday. Let me be absolutely clear. I did not do any of the awful things being alleged. I will fight for my name, my family, and the truth. Signed, Sean Diddy Combs. Damn, is that love? Love Well, no, you would have to because you another rebrand. Signing that as love would be crazy. Yeah, no. Um, okay, well, Maul, you and I got on here and in a a big point that we did make, if you and I were ever to be accused of this type of stuff, we would fuck with lawyers saying. We would immediately come out and be like, I did not do that shit. Yeah. I'm here to take this as far as y'all want to go. I'm not settling at all. Mm -hmm. Do we think Puff is saying this specifically about all the new allegations or is this also within to the Cassie allegations that he already settled on? Well, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but if you already settled that. Speculating. It's, um, there's an NDA, I'm sure. There's 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 an NDA, but uh, if you settle, that usually I know legally no, but that usually is an admission of guilt on some of the things in the lawsuit. Maybe not all, uh, maybe some, because mm-hmm. you did settle, you didn't fight it, so it's like okay, let's just settle this, whatever, out of court. Cool. Uh, now there's been more allegations. There's been more uh victims coming forward, um, and now. Puff has decided to, you know, post on his social media and basically say that he is not guilty of uh, any of the allegations. Mm-hmm. Now, pictures have been released that were in the lawsuit. This is a picture of a, un, you know, unidentified young lady who they're saying was 17 at the time sitting on his lap. Um, obviously in the studio, hanging out. She alleges that she was sexually assaulted in the bathroom of the studio. Uh, by multiple people, uh, was flown, I think, from Detroit I that's to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, this is something I think that we're going to have to sit back and watch it unfold. Obviously, Puff has now spoken, you know, in some sense, in some manner, he has posted on the social media uh, saying that none of it, none of this is true and saying that enough is enough. And now he's going to fight for his name and his reputation, which is something that I said when we first talked about this is something that we need to hear from. We need to hear from Puff. I don't want to hear from lawyers. I want to hear directly from one of the kings of our culture, one of the guys that we've idolized, one of the guys that we've looked up to for so many years. And uh, he obviously has a platform. He has a television network. So he has more space and opportunity to sit and address the culture than most of us do. Does this change if whether you feel like, sorry to interrupt you, does it change whether you feel like he's guilty or not? 
Does what change? Him Does it posters? change your opinion of whether he's guilty or not? No. I need to hear more than enough is enough. And also, two things can be tried. I don't, I want to choose my words very correctly because mm-hmm. I'm not discrediting at all what Miss Doe is saying within these allegations at all. But we can feel how we feel about the Cassie thing for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. And then see that he's responding to these of, hey, I'm going to fight this and I'm going to see this one through. Okay. He has the right to do so. Yeah, no, for I'm, sure. I'm, I'm not saying otherwise. And I want to do due it. process is something I do believe in. Absolutely. And for all the d- people on the internet that, that killed Maul and I and made us into something that we aren't, because we are people that believe in due process and that things can be alleged and not be true, that was gone once the settlement happened. And there's no settlement here. So I can also believe Cassie... And then say, if you're going to do your due process thing here, let, then let's see it out. No, that's what then I let's said. Because he didn't post this when the Cassie thing happened. Right. Because I will say, if he posted this when the Cassie thing happened, it wouldn't have changed my opinion per se, but I would have happily said, due process. You have to hear both sides of this. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of evidence in what Cassie was saying. Uh, of course, Puff is entitled to his side of that. Mm-hmm. But once the settlement happens, it does change things. Whether y'all want to agree with me or not, that's fine. It's your own opinion. It changes things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially yeah. after you settle with one thing and then when the, a bunch of other stuff comes, now you're ready to fight. I, I don't know if it gives more validity to what Maul and I were saying before, but, you know, I, I think Puff is allowed a defense as everyone is. And, so, yeah. And now we're not to, to discredit this, this woman where it's like, oh, we believe Cassie because Cassie is Cassie and we don't believe her because she's Miss Doe and we don't know her. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's just different if Puff is, wants to go the distance uh-huh. and tell his side. I then just, let's hear it. <laughs> that, that, and that's, what I, that's all I'm saying. Like I, because, again, we've seen these things before. We've seen allegations and things like that. And then we've seen the, the alleged acu- uh, uh, you know, assault, the, the person that is accused of doing these things just disappear for some time, kind of stay out of the radar. You know, we've seen it happen. And then all of a sudden come back and... All is forgotten. Everybody's moved on. And with allegations like this on somebody of this magnitude um, that has been at the forefront of our culture since I was a kid, um, we need more than an Instagram post. This is a start. This is obviously him publicly standing on his his name and his reputation, um, which is, okay, good. But now if we're going to talk about it, we got to talk about all of it. Yeah. Well, this is him now saying he's... Whereas before it was a settlement that happened very fast. Now he's laying claim and saying he's willing to fight. So now we know he's not in the mood or at least willing to settle. So we should expect to hear more if these other women now we're up to four allegations do file lawsuits. We should expect with this last line of his post here that he will fight for it. Um, I would imagine the legal route um, rather than blowing up cars. But do we think he'll just do that quietly or will he continue to be vocal throughout that whole process? Um, I don't know if it was on the episode that we discussed everything with Puff or it was on Patreon when we discussed everything. But we did say after this settlement, plenty of women are going to come out. And some of them will very much be liars. And I'm not saying at all, so I want to choose my words carefully, that Miss Doe here is a liar. Mm-hmm. But no matter what, Let's call a spade a spade. There's plenty of cases where when women see a settlement happen, they will go above and beyond to 
try to get money. Mm -hmm. And this is where things get diluted because I do think we are going to hear from Puff. And it's going to be on the cases that are bullshit. Mm -hmm. and, he, and he will be loud about these cases, as he should, if they are absolutely false. But that's the problem. But which is why I said, if we're going to talk about it, because when these women are going to come, the women that are lying, yeah, it's hypothetical we're talking about here, I can totally see somebody, cherry, especially a lawyer, saying, well, let's be super active in the press with the one that we know is absolute bullshit. Mm -hmm. You can still, you get all your shit off. You get your Jussie Smollett speech off in court if you want to, mm -hmm. because we know this is bullshit. And that, when it comes to the court of public opinion, will build your reputation back up because it'd be like, hey, look, this one was clearly bullshit. Mm -hmm. Now we can question everything that's real. Right. So I think people will be very, very vocal about the women that are just here for a payday. Because mm -hmm. two things can be true. I think there's plenty of women just looking for a payday from Puff. I believe Cassie, but I also believe that side as well. Right. Now we can be super vocal about the ones here for a payday because we can discredit that shit in two fucking seconds. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that happen in the music business plenty of times where there is real accusations and then we do a whole press release from the label when it's some bullshit that an artist beats. Right. See, he told y'all, these are rumors. They're trying to take him down. Yeah, which is why I said, you know, the, 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 the Cassie case being settled and being closed, I'm sure in that settlement was she can never speak about it publicly. She can never address it. You know, they put all of that inside the settlement. And he can hide behind that NDA as well. And, and as well as And the, now, now let's publicly go attack the ones that may be bullshit. I'm not, again, not saying Ms. Doe here is bullshit, but we do, let's, again, call a spade a spade. Plenty of women have reached out to Puff's lawyer and legal team looking for money, and some of it is probably bullshit. Oh, some of it is probably bullshit. <laughs> and that's sure. the ones they're going to be like, well, let's focus on this one and make yeah. this, let's make this circus happen. Right. Yeah. And I think that NDA is where it comes in, where now that she has that NDA sign, how Puff said in his statement, none of the things being alleged about me are true. Not what Miss Jane Doe is saying isn't true or what case number two is saying wasn't true. None of this, including Cassie's case, is true. But Cassie came out, can't come out and say, ah, 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 because that NDA was included. And, but neither can Puff, and that's great legal jargon there. There's a plenty of cases now that he could easily say in court, say Cassie was like, I thought we signed an NDA. You just said that everything, all the allegations are untrue. He'd be like, I'm talking about the seven other women that are over here. I'm, mm -hmm. This wasn't about you. Mm -hmm. Easy in court to get that. Yeah. Either way it goes, the thing with, you know, allegations like these are, you oh, you never fully shake this stain off your jacket. Shit. You never really do. Even yep. if you come out and prove that a lot of these women are lying, it's always going to come back to, but the settlement though. You know what I mean? That, that one settlement, like, and again, they, you can't speak on it because it's settled. It's, it's probably NDAs. No, neither side can address or talk about that publicly. I'm sure that was in the settlement. And Damaris's reaction to that, both y'all are right. Because it does never leave your jacket. Just a lot of people don't care when you have that jacket on. Exactly. Well, a lot so of people it, don't care about it never that jacket. Leaves your jacket. Well, a lot Some of people, people don't, don't care, care that they got that, that jacket on. They got that same jacket in their closet. I was gonna, well, that was the initial conversation we had was like, it's less about Puff. It's more about how people would react in the industry to working with him and, and inviting him back into those rooms. Because if he gets boxed out, then he has nowhere to go. He'll be fine, but he'll be missing out on a lot of like you know uh, income that would be coming otherwise. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Like we'll see. I I don't think the industry is going to give a fuck. But I hope these new women that are coming out aren't doing 
what that woman did. Remember during the heart of the Me Too movement? It fucked wh- everything. When Aziz Ansari got charged with some shit. Mm. And then you took like one investigative look in, behind the door and it was like, oh, this woman just had a bad date. Mm-hmm. Like nothing wrong happened. She just wanted to, she had a shitty date with a celebrity and thought that she needed to get involved with this movement that had so much going for it. And she undercut the entire thing. Mm-hmm. So I just hope that none of these women that have come out about Diddy are in turn going to undercut this whole thing because they, to your point, are just looking for a check. And to you bitches who are even considering that, I'm speaking directly to you as a woman. You are the scum of the fucking earth. You're just as bad as Diddy. If you're coming, just trying to get a payday because you had a bad day or because you regret fucking somebody that you fucked and you're going to end up undercutting this entire movement and people who really spoke out and are really victims, fuck you, die slow. It's like uh, literally the worst thing that you can do next to what he did. Yeah, you're fucking Jussie Smollett. Like, like keep keep no, but Jesse Smollett didn't hurt anybody. This for for your bullshit. Yeah, don't just just keep it. To, just bitch, go get a job. Now go get a job and let it go. Can look at hate crimes like well, hmm, look yeah. what Jesse did. It's like making light of it or making fun of it. Yeah, and it's you know it's, again it's, it's there's real victims, <clears throat> and and we do know in this culture you know it's a lot of people opportunists looking for a payday. We know that that exists, and I'm sure uh, he's going to have to deal with a lot of that, but. At the end of it, not everyone is lying. You've got mail. Julian, please pick a voicemail that has nothing to do with sexual assault. Um, well, it doesn't have to do with sexual assault. <laughs> and while we look for healing in the uh, entertainment industry, there's plenty of toxicity in people's personal lives. So uh, here's a fun relationship one. I'm 23 years old, and I, my question is about my relationship. I know you got a lot of questions about this, and it's, it's a lot. But um, I've been with my girlfriend since I was 20 years old, and we've been talking since we were 19. And um, long story short, we had a lot of problems. Um, she would uh, threaten to cheat on me with other dudes. She would text other dudes, and then I made a, a mistake of cheating myself. I didn't necessarily mistake, but just a bad decision of cheating myself. And she went ahead and she did her thing and she's constantly like used what I did as an excuse to like keep doing, like keep cheating and keep doing stuff. So my question to y'all is just what, how, how do I, how do I go about this as a, as a growing male? Because I, I, I messed up about this and I'm, I'm just, I'm a wreck. So keep up the great work, y'all. Love the show. Mm. <clears throat> so, like my sound like he it sound like he recorded that shit with an airpod on and a scully like, <laughs> so yeah because the audio is a little muffled i'll just reiterate so he's young he's 22 he's been with this girl since he was 19 he cheated she then cheated on him but then she also continues to use his cheating as an excuse for her to keep cheating <laughs> but they won't separate they're together so it sounds like for based on what he said, he cheated once she cheated in response, but then she's like, fuck you. I'm still going to do my thing. But he didn't specify whether or not he's also still cheating. So in this current stance, he's faithful while she continues to cheat. It, it appeared that way. And I don't think anyone named Franco from the Bronx would lie to us um, <laughs> or tell the story in any other way. Not to say a body for a body is a good thing. But I can maybe see that moving forward at some point. But she's in body debt now. Like, you can't do body for a body, and then you got that. Four. Never, that never works, bro. You well, can't go body that, for nobody body. Nobody said that. 
she was different fucking different men. She could still be fucking the same man that she originally cheated. Nah, Frank just, gotta, Frank we gotta see him. I feel like that's worse. Just break up. Just, I, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm with Maul. I'm with Maul. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. We, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Do we even need to say that? Why are we I was trying here, to drag the convo Like, Franco, just, 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 just... Yeah, you're 22. Cut the girl, like, cut ties, go your separate ways. Yeah. You're young. There's other people out there, like, people put themselves in these situations and deal with this shit for no... It's like, it's okay to just let people go and he find somebody loves, new. He loves her. He does not love her. Yes, he do. Like he that. thinks he loves her. <sighs> How many people did you love at 22 that you thought you loved the, that you don't even think about anymore? Never mind. I'm not. Got her. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna go there because my she's point, Franco. My point with yeah, that's I'm just I. It's nothing. not. You don't. You don't love. You don't love. Ed. He, lo- he loves her. He doesn't love her. He thinks he loves her. He I think this is a case of you like each other enough to pretend to be in a relationship, but you're both clearly uh, aware is, that you want to see other people. This is dumb. This is toxic. This is not healthy. This is only gonna like leave you traumatized for further relationships in your life that you're going to need healing from. And y'all like, are not going to, if this continues, there's never going to be like, yeah, don't, one day we'll both stop fucking. Yeah, don't trust each other. Yeah, don't okay trust each You can never trust her again. I you can never the, trust that her was, again. See, that was my point. Hey, I hate to tell you, sweetie, because you're young and you probably don't know this yet. Once your girl fucks around on you, you will never look at her the same. You again. will never have her on the pedestal that you had her on. Never. No matter how hard you try and how liberal and progressive you think that you are. Once somebody who you considered your property goes and gives that pussy away, you will never look at her the same. And in little ways, little passive aggressive ways, you will punish her until you let her go. You will punish her for the rest of her life, even when you oh, think that you're punish yourself. It. Yeah, Even when you think people. that you're over it. So please just do both of y'all a favor and let her go. Wait, and it's wait, not even yeah. like, because I agree with every last word Damaris just said. Maybe there's a world, because I've seen people that actually have healthy relationships that did the body for a body thing and they did move on from it. That's sick. I'm not here to judge them. Again, I'm too insecure for it, but <laughs> she's still going. Like, it's not even like y'all solved the first one. Mm-hmm. She's just going to continue fucking and come home and be like, yeah, no, I'm still fucking because you fucked one person one time. But I don't even Wait, think Tell me together. a scenario where that could work out in the long run. I don't, I don't think they're together. I think they broke up and he's like, they're still doing like the toxic back and forth, like X thing, like trying to get back together. But she's still fucking around and she's probably looking at him like, well, I wouldn't be doing this if you wouldn't have fucked home, girl. I don't think they're currently together and she's cheating on him and coming home and saying, Oh, I'm just fucking this person because you fucked around. And she, I don't think that's maybe the first body she did, did that because he cheated. Now she's fucking because she wants to. Yeah. Well, she's fucking because she know that he ain't going nowhere. That's thank you. That's the point. That's he why didn't react fucking. away at all. So now she know, that's like, oh green shit, light. I could fuck, I could cheat, and then he's still right here. Boom. Yeah. Once women see, and that's the thing that guys don't understand. Once a woman knows that, once she sees that, because women to test you, women to cheat on you, and just see like, all right. Is it going to be completely over or is he going to be like fight to get me back? And then like I could still have him still have the other dude on the side. Once you show a woman that you ain't leaving and you willing to stay through cheating. You might as well cut your nuts off, put them in a uh, mason jar and leave them on top of the fridge. It's over. I hate to be the gay Democrat here and like say it's both sides, but we as men do the same thing. Do what? Once you realize your girl will stay after you put her through some bullshit. Typically, and I'm generally speaking, everyone's different. We don't think I should stop this now. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, oh. 
Oh, she's staying through this? All right, cool. No, but I'll that's, keep, that's I, yeah, but that's I, a certain I don't type need of, to really change my ways. But then. that's a certain type of guy. That's like a piece of shit. Agreed. Like Always. if you a piece of shit type of dude where you just and have women a women can be piece of shit. Yeah, so that's is she. Being the- yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. But those are pieces of shit we talking about. But like, like if you're honestly a good guy, like and you cheat on your girl, like, and it's like you feel like shit about you. I've seen guys that have cheated on their girlfriends feel like shit, like be depressed that they did it. Yeah. Like a pilot and then never cheat again. I've seen it happen. I have to. But most guys, like, you're right. Those are the pieces of shit, which is more pieces of shit than not. Those are the guys that's like, yo, fuck it. Like, yo, I got bitches on the side. Like, she ain't going nowhere. She ain't leaving. Like, yeah, but it's like, but that's not a healthy relationship. Y'all gonna always be arguing. You always, it's it's gonna be, it's it's just not healthy. Why do you, why do you, who wants to be not healthy? Like, how do you want to stay in something that's not healthy? I I just don't understand that. Well, because people get dependent and. Yeah. On what? The arguing person, every the, day the situation that fighting yeah, every yeah, night yeah. there's comfort in familiarity yeah and whether or not that's healthy or, or not there's, like same reason like people know i shouldn't eat mcdonald's every day but i know what i'm getting and i like it i know it's bad for me i smoke cigarettes because they're bad for me but i like it i know what i'm getting it's the same thing with relationships this person's not good for you they're, 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 they're all i know that is and, and such a terrible place to be in. And you don't know what your life is like without this situation. It's a shitty one, but... Better than you, the unknown. Yes, you better you than know what alone. your life yeah. is like without this situation. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't have this situation your entire life. But that, I mean, that's also but learned with family too. Like, that's, we say that's super unhealthy when it comes to relationships, but there's plenty of people that stay around family members that have taught them this fucking misery. Mm-hmm. But it's fine because it's family. Mm-hmm relationships is where we're like we draw like don't do that that's unhealthy just leave them but your family members that treat you like shit come on it's fam gotta stay there that's where you learn that behavior you just learn to grow up in an environment that's miserable but this is your situation so no I get this it. is what you know i just think i just I'm especially just, when you're 19 20 21 22 the way they're in this is probably their first serious relationship yeah yeah so they think this is this is it, it. this is it mm-hmm. you can always tell who wasn't hugged enough <laughs> Well, the, I, I, you can tell. You can see it. I just what are the you signs can see who wasn't well? hugged. You can see who wasn't like didn't grow up around like just a loving, healthy environment. You can see it. Oh, you know the biggest tell to see who wasn't hugged enough or at least held enough, the shape of someone's head. So if tell a baby, if you if parents that lay their baby down and kind of leave their baby alone a lot, uh, I don't want to call them absent parents, but just people that you know were more like. Be, be independent. Babies naturally, when they can't sit up, we know with Amara, they lay down. And a lot of babies so that were like, leave her. a lot of like neglected babies, I'm putting that in quotes because there's uh, whatever to I argue, argue in the comments, the next sentence have flat heads. The back of their heads are flat. For the record, Amara has the best shaped head I've ever seen of a baby. Obviously, heads are meant to be round, but when you're a kid, the, 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 balls are, the bones aren't fused, the heads are malleable. So if you let it over time, it'll flatten out. A lot of babies that were neglected have flat heads. Mm. It's, it's a tell. Well, black people, we we take our kids' heads and mold them. Like, we make them round mm. over time. Y'all, don't, what? y'all didn't do that? Y'all didn't grow up knowing that? Like no. Krillin? Oh, no, I've Dragon heard that before. I would, was way too scared to mold so Mar- head. Well, she has a perfectly round head. So you well, because I don't neglect her. They should have round heads. Yeah. He loves her. He tells her every day. Well, sometimes, if that yeah. depends on also how your uh, birthing experience was because if you get stuck in the birth canal, which happens sometimes, you can have kind of like the cone head um, or if you have to use suction to get out, you can have the cone head. Like, all of that also depends on how you were birthed as well. Mm. 
I get the theory you're trying to give Julian. I just feel like there's other red flags when you can tell someone wasn't loved. There are. I'm just saying that's a physical <laughs> one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Most of them aren't, you know, physical, but mm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I have yeah, so was. many friends who are uncomfortable with um, affection. Like they don't like their boyfriends kissing them. They don't like, like I have a friend who to straight told me like, you are probably the person who has been the most affectionate with me in my life. And being like, becoming your friend was odd for me because you're so huggy and you're so kissy. And I didn't grow up with that. And I just always thought it was weird because my parents hugged and kissed me all the time. So like growing up, I really ran into adults that were um, not hugged. I'm pretty affectionate and I grew up in a household that had none of it. And I think that's why I'm affectionate. Mm. And touchy feely. But are you touchy feely with your friends? Or are you touchy feely with your partners? My yeah. partners. Okay. So but like I'm saying, like like PDA, like I'm I'm. What's the love language shit? Like physical touch is one of yes mine in that regard. But if we t you hate to be touched by but that, could be from molestation. I, it's one of the two. It's either I wasn't touched enough mm. in my household, or I was touched too early. Your hypersexuality mm. <laughs> probably came from the molestation. Yeah. Father O'Malley really did a number on you, didn't he? I, am I hypersexual? No. <laughs> At one point, you, I think. You oh, were. I definitely wasn't. One. Yeah. At one point. Hypersexual? You, I think when you yeah, started sure. going to therapy and like healing and stuff like that, you realized that there were like. But that was the douce, not the. Yeah. I mean, you mix douce and trauma. That's, that's yeah, the best one you could yeah. have. Now you, got, now you got a love bomb. That's called a love bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what, mom? Douce and trauma sounds like a love bomb to that me. That was actually really good. It's yeah. called a palooza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucked up. Um, <laughs> anyways, with that said, uh, do we have another voicemail or should we get out of here on, the, on that point? Break up with her, bro. Yeah. That's yeah, all yeah. I got for you. Uh, what was his name? Franco? Uh, what was his name? Yes, Franco. 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 The poor guy. Yeah, Franco. Leave that girl alone. Man. Yeah, I hope you're in a real city. Go find someone else. And Franco, don't think that relationships are like that where you have to get over disrespecting each other and that's just what it takes to be in a relationship. Because he's doing this at 19 years yeah. old, 19 to 22. And this is his example of what a relationship is. You have to get over constant disrespect. You're going to think that that's how relationships go. So leave that girl. Start from scratch. Go healthy. People don't always cheat on each other. You can respect your partner. Go find your Michelle Obama. Yeah. like Oh, yeah. Or just ask her, like, you why go. aren't you more like Coretta. Coretta King? Like, and don't cheat on the next one because you can't handle that motherfucking get back. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Mm. I mean, hey, you think Michelle got get back after uh, Obama fucked that dude? Well, we saw what happened to the chef. You no, put a real that person not, that died yeah, into this scenario. Was I was joking. That, that, but that's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up that you, you know, bring that rumor back. I was, thought it was a good callback. Yeah, so I get it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's continue on let's, Patreon. Let's head over to Patreon soon. Like, act like right now, actually. All right, we'll talk to you on Patreon. Uh, talk to you all soon. But next week, we'll be yeah. back. We will. I'm that nigga, he's just ginger. Patreon, we go. No.